So Raim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Das Hasviros. We're in the 15th essay. And this talks about the combination of Netzach and Hod together. Last couple classes, we discussed each of these Sviros on its own. But we already said that Netzach and Hod, one is the right leg, one is the left leg. And as we explained from the Vilna Gon, that just like feet are not able to walk one without the other, if you want to move ahead, you need to use both. So too, Netzach and Hod must work together. And the idea being, as we said, that Netzach means that the person acquires Nitzchius, eternity, and he's Minatzeach, and he's victorious over the evil. And to the degree that the person acquires more eternity and defeats evil more and more, that creates a result called hod, which means the spiritual beauty of the divine soul that rests in the person that has now been revealed externally. And therefore, there always needs to be, after Netzach, we come to the hod, which is the beauty of seeing that eternal service being revealed. Now, let me just add to what the author says to make this clear. This will only happen if the person actively exercises the hod. And we've already said that hod is the admission that it all came from Hashem. And therefore, we have to add that Hod really, another understanding is humility. Because only a person with humility can admit that his great successes are not a byproduct merely of his actions. But really it comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And as well, a person has to be humble enough to know that he needs to come on to other people. Help so that he can succeed and say thank you to people. So when a person has that humility then obviously what comes out, the action becomes revealed. So now let's take a little bit of a deeper understanding of why Netzach and Hod specifically are connected to the feet. And as we've said, that the two Midos are to bring out the reality outside. Now we have to understand that we have the body has a few parts. The essential body is what's above the belt. What's above the belt? The head, first of all, has got all the brains, and those are the three highest heroes. And then all the emotions and feelings is in Chesed, Gvura, and Tiferes, where, to be very clear, that that's our emotional state. Once the Das has decided that we should do certain things and we are getting the feeling and we're living in that reality, so now the emotions of Chesed and Gvura and then blended together are all in place. But guess what? We still haven't done anything yet. In other words, once we've, the DAS has determined what's the course of action, but now we need to know how to employ, 
how much chesed, how much kvura, how to balance it, get ourselves emotionally in the right place to do the actions, but and, but the ultimate actions appear with netzach and hold. And just like the brains is one part of the human being, and that's the critical point. Without the brains, you can't go anywhere. But then we've got the right hand, the left hand, the torso, chesed, furtiferis, the upper part of the body. That is really the primary aspect of how we're going to feel about it. And that's really where our Yiddishkeit is so um, centered around. But the legs, interestingly enough, it is possible, unfortunately, for some people to live without their legs. It is possible. Now, it's not recommended, and legs do a tremendous function because the legs, their job is to move a person from one place to another, which really means on a deeper level that even though we intellectually understand what has to be done, and that's in and then we emotionally are, are ready and we're going to do it, but it's got to get done. The person has to move from the thought and feelings to make that reality happen. And he has to move himself, literally, your legs are what moves you uh, existentially from one place to another. So you have to move to the world of action and the feet bring you from one place to another. And therefore, we're saying that Netzach in Hod is to bring out outwardly, to see this, this flow that's going to happen from the higher spheros. So let me just repeat it again so to make it very clear what's happening here. This is the way Hashem runs the world, and that's the way we have to run the world, our lives. I have to have Chabad, Chachma Bin and Das, because without that, I don't even know what the heck I'm doing. And I can't make any decisions at all for anything in life. So I got to get my mind wrapped around the realities that exist of what I plan on doing. Okay, once I've decided that I've got a plan, now you got to get emotionally invested in it through chesed, gvur, and to know how much, what am I exactly going to do with my mixture of chesed, so let's say the decision is to help somebody and I've decided completely it's going to happen The it's not even a doubt in my mind it's not even a doubt in my mind that I, I'm going to do it right now but you still haven't done it yet but you're, you're, you're totally into it it's going to happen and you know precisely down to the last detail how much emotion you're going to put into this now the question is as long as you don't do it nothing is revealed no divinity is revealed. All of a sudden, when you do it and you win the actual doing, the actual knockout punch, and you knocked out the Yetzirah, and you didn't do the Avera, or you did the Mitzvah, and you have the humility to know that it comes from Hashem, now that aspect of the divine nature within yourself has now been revealed and the eternity of that now has been realized and that's what the legs are doing the legs although you can live without legs 
Let's say, for example, a person suffers from a terrible illness that he's not capable, or you have situation you're not capable of giving tzedakah. You're not physically capable of doing chesed. You could think about it, you could feel about it, you could want it, and that's a very important thing. But nothing's going to get revealed. But once you got the legs that move it forward and you actually do it, that's the actual, Netzach means I won, I did it. I, I smashed the eight Sahara out and I overcame my challenge and I succeeded in doing this amazing mitzvah and I'm at the same time I'm doing it in a way and expressing that Hashem is the one who did it. And someone who's watching me says, there's divinity in action. And that's the ultimate goal we're trying to achieve. Now the only question is, why do we still need the next two spheros of, um, of uh, Yesod and Malchus? That's going to be a discussion for next week, God willing. But, but that is, is why Netzachot must be together, because they are the ones that bring out the reality and through the victory that you achieve. And similarly, Hashem, he had victories to achieve and brought out his reality. And therefore, he shares with us the commentary of the Mole Haroim in Mesechus Brachus. The Gemara Brachus says that when you're davening the immediate, you should have your two feet together, Yeshara, straight. And the Mole Haroim commentary explains that, again, the two feet are Netzach and Hod. And what's prayer all about is unifying and taking the two aspects and making them one. And you're going straight up to Hashem. Okay? And therefore that's the unity. When they have the two together, they're working like one. Because that's what you're trying to achieve in prayer. Prayer is no different than anything else you're doing. You're, 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 you're engaging in an activity of bonding with Hashem. Everything you need to do, you need to use all the spheros. And therefore, you have to make a decision. Am I going to pray to God? Am I not going to pray to God? Need Chachma Binan Das to know what, 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 should I, what should I talk to God about? Remember, we're, prayer is not limited only to davening three times a day out of a sitter and told what to do. Real prayer means I'm talking to Hashem. So you're talking to Hashem, need Chachma Binan Das to decide what am I going to say to Hashem? Then you have to use chesed vertiveris. How am I going to how am I going to say it to Hashem? Am I going to be beseeching? Am I going to be crying? Am I going to be happy? What balance am I going to have in the prayer itself? But then I got to actually say the words, and then I put my two feet together. Everything else is preparing for that. Now I put. Now I've got to to win. What does that mean? Sometimes you're afraid to to say what's inside of you, as we said yesterday. I have a lot of things on my mind. I'm afraid to say it to Hashem. I'm afraid he'll get angry at me. So no, I'm ready, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the things I never thought I'd say to Hashem. That's Netzach. I win, I succeed, but on the other hand, I have to bring it out that it's the true me who is speaking, not that I'm copying somebody else, and I'm really reflecting the divinity inside of myself is trying to connect to the divine nature of Hashem. And therefore, it's got to be the Netzach and Gvura have to be, Netzach and Hod have to be together when you're praying to Hashem. And therefore, 
we find after the sin of Adam Arishon, what happened? The snake got punished. And what was his punishment? His legs got cut off and he'd have to crawl on his belly. What does that mean? What does that really mean? Well, we know that the snake is the symbolism of all evil. And what's the real concept of evil? Evil is always focusing on the present moment only. Like Amalek, Reishis Amalek, Reishis Goyim Amalek, Torah says. Reishis, the first of the Goyim nations, is Amalek. The first letters of Reishis, Goyim Amalek, Reish Gimel Ayin, spells the word Rega, means a moment. Where does Amalek get you to fall? In the moment. You, you get upset and someone's done something and you should hold yourself back. Don't do anything now. But says the Yetzirah, just do it. Do Feel good in the moment. But you got to know something about the moment. Most moments like that do not have any nitzchiyus, do not have any eternity. There's no continuity. It's just for the moment. And you're given this image. Wow, it'll be so cool to insult this person right now. He just said something. I can just slip this in and embarrass him. It'll, everyone's going to laugh. They're going to think I'm sharp. They're going to think I'm cool. I'm going to feel great for that moment. But then that's it. It doesn't continue. Or you give in to an Avera. I will eat this tray food in this moment. It tastes great. But then the moment's gone. And what do you not have from evil? After the Rega, it has no legs. It doesn't carry you on any further. There is no eternity from that. There's a great struggle between good and evil. Evil is saying, just think about the moment. Now, not to say that spirituality, spiritual people shouldn't think about the moment, that every moment is special. But don't make the decision on the fleeting pleasures of the moment. And therefore, the deeper understanding is the snake with all the powers of evil, he is going against the powers of Netzach and Hod. That's the whole Muhamma in our whole lives. On the one hand, do we look at every moment and eternalize it forever? There's an opportunity to say Lashon Hara. Now I got a choice, either to say it and feel good in the moment or not say anything and control myself in the moment. So what So what happens? If I control myself in the moment, I've eternalized that moment, I've won, and it's an eternal moment of spiritual bliss. And then when a person says, wow, he didn't respond. They're gonna say, wow, that's the most beautiful spirituality I've ever seen, and that continues forever. Or on the other hand, to fall to the evil, choose with the illus illusory feeling that this is going to be amazing, but it's only for a second. There's no goal. There's no future. There's no building. And the whole essence of the snake is against Netzach and Hod to hold you back from an eternal acquisition. And all the person has to do, he hears them say, just do it. You're going to have so much pleasure. And that's what the Torah keeps saying. The great between man and the snake is that the man's going to try to kill the snake and the snake's going to try to bite you where? In the feet. In the feet. And we try to step on it with our feet. It's all in the feet. Do you understand? Our feet 
is the conclusion of the act of divinity. And the snake's going to say in the last minute, you know what? Don't do it. I decided I'm going to do it. No, just don't. Then the day is going to be very, you're going to feel really bad right now. I got to fight. Who's going to win? You need to have that netzach. No, I'm not. I'm not going to listen to you. And once you don't listen to that people, that you, also you brought out Hashem, that everybody could see this in this world. And that's the great struggle. Another concept, clothing. Uh, the Vilna Gon explains in great length that there's a connection between a person's clothing and the attribute of Netzach and Hod. Why? Because what are clothing? Clothing is something that's an external thing the human being wears. And what's the whole idea of clothing? Is what? That through the clothing, the person reveals and establishes how he should be seen by others. Okay? If you're wearing a blue policeman's uniform, you want everyone to know that you're a policeman. And if you're wearing a white coat, used to be, maybe still is, you want to know everybody that you're a doctor. Because if you really look at bodies, bodies per se, you know, you've seen one body, you've seen them all. Some are bigger, some are smaller, some are fatter, some are skinnier. But basically, the bodies are all the same. Two arms, two legs, two eyes. All that, it's there. But the difference is, is how they dress. Because people identify you by how you dress, what kind of person are you. You have long hair that's cool. A man's got long hair, wild hair. Well, you want people to know you as that kind of guy. Crew cut, another kind of guy. Person has nice, refined clothes, nice, nice suit, or you have jeans. I'm not saying it's bad, one is bad or the other. But one is defining how you want people to see you. You dress like a schlump, and you want people to know I'm a schlump. And I'm not really, you know, everything goes. If you're dressed refined, you want people to think you're a refined person. That's the idea of what clothes do, what you relate to. It's interesting, the Gemara Baba Kama talks about various things about clothing. And Rabbi Yodin says clothing are called one's kavod, one's honor. Because remember we said honor is recognizing someone for what value he has that you may not know. So if I put on clothes, a very fancy suit, that reveals that I guess he must be a fancy guy. Um, a, a rabbi who wears a suit, he's trying to say, I'm a person that's connected to Hashem. I dress properly because Hashem is always in front of me. So it is in terms of spiritual garments. There is a spiritual side of the person. In the spiritual aspect, there are garments of spirituality where we are wearing certain spiritual garments in which you will achieve certain access to spirituality in the future. And the whole goal of the reward in the future to come is how much is a person connected to Hashem and how much will he delight in the splendor of the Shekhinah. And you gotta understand, wait a minute, a human being as a created person, he's so limited between the creator who has no limitations. How do we bridge that gap? So the bridge, a person can achieve this dvekas to Hashem in the future through the garments that his soul has 
that they bridge between his soul and his comprehension of the light of Hashem. And what's the garment that you have? It's through the mitzvahs you do in this world. And the more that a person purifies himself with the physical actions of the mitzvahs in the Torah, so in the future, the soul will have greater and loftier garments that he'll able to achieve comprehensions of Hashem. Okay, and therefore these are the garments of the soul and garments of the soul specifically relate to Netzach and Hod because Netzach and Hod reveals what's there inside of the person. You're revealing what the mitzvahs and Torah are all about and how much you're able to overcome the Yetzirah and how much you're able to reflect divinity. And therefore that becomes the garments. That's why Netzach and, and Hod are the garments that the, is connected. That's how you will be perceived in the next world by Hashem. And that's why you have a concept of rabbinic guard, garments. And it doesn't only mean a physical nice black suit, but it means the spiritual development of the Midos. And that leads us into the next aspect, the whole work on Midos refinement. The Vilnagon says that the Midos that a person has is the garment of his mitzvahs. And he says that's the main Torah which is on the outside. As Gomorrah says, an interesting statement. How do we know someone's a Talmud Chacham? What are the behaviors of Talmud Chacham? So it's very interesting. It says if he has an undershirt that's got like seams on one side, you can see the seams or you can turn it up inside out. So he turns the, the garment inside out to cover up the seams. Funny, funny expression. I guess it's kind of a, kind of a clothed style. Who cares about that? But the deeper meaning is when you change your, you turn upside down your garment. If garments is just an analogy to meetups. So when you're flipping something inside out, it means you're going to the other extreme. And therefore, for example, if you want to repair a meetup, what do you do? You have to go to the other extreme. If you're very cheap and stingy, you go all the way to the extreme till it comes back to the middle. And that's why he merits to be called a Talmud Chacham if he turns his garments inside out. He flips the meters around. And that's the idea of rabbinic guard. Okay? And that is all an aspect of how does the person act towards others when he has to operate with his meters. Is he compassionate? Is he kind? So now we know he's a kind guy. He wears garments of kindness. He's a controlled guy. He wears garments of control. We're only going to know that when he does it. And that's why, very interesting, the word midah, which you call characteristic, also means a measure. So we have a measure of how much of this midah do you have. So therefore it comes out, there's three expressions when we talk about the garments of a person. We have one way the simple meaning is close reveal a person's station in life and how he wants others to see him and how he appears to others there's a that that's physical garments then we have physical then we have spiritual garments and that is what you need in the future in oilam haba you want to get into alam haba you can't be naked can't be unclothed you got to have garments to connect to hashem you're just a body. What are you going to connect to Hashem? So you need these clothing of spiritual mitzvahs you accomplished. 
And also the, the work to work through our midos is also called a garment where he reveals uh, his conduct towards other people. And that's all with Netzach and Hod. Now, very interesting. The Vilna Gon explains in Mishli when we say Eshashchayel, Botach Bo, Lev Balo. The heart of her husband trusts her. So he says like this, Balei Torah, people who are masters of Torah, do not need to work on Midos. Wow. And what does it mean, Batach Balei Bala? That Balei Torah, masters of Torah, that are perfected in their Midos, they never come to any stumblings. And therefore, her, her husband trusts her, who is at the Aishas Chayel. Because really, when a person is found in the service of external behavior, which is Netzach and Hod, and there's the whole avoda of repairing your midos and contending with evil. But when you become a Baal Torah, a master of Torah, you already are connected to very high levels, such as Tiferes, and evil has no ability to cling to you. And in below in the footnote, he explains the wording of the Vilna Gaon. And he says like this, what it means that the Tamachacham is so particular to turn his garments inside out. And we say, and he repeats that the idea of the midos are the garment of a person. So therefore, he says like this, and now we know that the, that King Solomon said there's not a tzaddik in the world who doesn't sin. So a Tamachacham, when he sees that he stumbles and he does something wrong, immediately he sees the garment is dirty. He turns it inside out because of the Torah that he has. And therefore, you keep turning it over till you, the Torah makes you look into what you do, and then you perfect it. So that the healing of the soul is an ex- just like the healing of the body, that you've got to go to the other extreme. So he will do that. And what is the worst of all the bad mitos is arrogance. It brings you to the worst mitos. And therefore, and what's the solution to that? The Rafua is the Torah. And therefore, what it's interesting, if you master Torah, you really have the Torah and it's a complete grasp, and you have all that truth, you're not tempted by evil at all. If you make a mistake unintentionally, you'll catch it right away and there's nothing else to deal with. And therefore, everything that's in Pirkei Yavos is not for the Tzadikim. It is not for those who are the Balei Torah. Because where you really have complete Torah through and through, you have no sin. They don't, uh, they don't need any Midos development if they're really Baal Torah because they've got everything already. You're living in such a high reality, you'd never think. They say about Regershon Edelstein, his whole life never once got angry. Never once. How's that possible? 100 years, never get angry? Because it was complete Torah. When you complete Torah, there's nothing to discuss anymore. So this idea of the feet is a very big idea over here. And we're running into a big uh, piece over here. And time is running low. Let's just start. Gamora Bracha says a few interesting things. He says, where is it that we find that our thighs become tired. Where does that come from? 
And where do we have that Talmidei Chachamim, their clothes, even though they don't work, their clothes get worn out. So you know why? Because the mazikim, the demonic creatures, rub against it, say, say Rashi. So therefore, when you're tired and your clothing are wear out, why is that? It's from mazikim, demons. So what does that mean? I mean, that's why you find a yeshiva guy. Why do you always have to get more new clothes? People say, you don't work for You don't work at the farm. What do you need new clothes for? The answer is he's learning Torah, and while he's on the bench, the mazikim are trying to damage him, which is very unusual. But the commentaries tell us because that's where the Yetzirah does his main work. For example, when Yaakov was alone and the angel of Esau wrestled with him, what does he do? He hits him in the hip. So what do we see? We see that the legs is a place where the forces of evil can more easily excess damage. Why by the feet? Because the feet represent Netzach and Hod. And that's the end of all the spheros. And that's the final result. Will you win against the Yetzirah or not? Now, we have to know something about evil. Evil doesn't like to hang around the holiest places where there's a lot of Kedusha. Evil knows he's not going to go anywhere. And uh, therefore, uh, just like and a person's in the image of God, so the higher up you are, the more spiritual you are, the lower on your body, the less spirituality, and therefore the legs represent the lowest level of spirituality. And we're the lowest level of spirituality because that's where the final um, behavior must happen. So therefore, that's where the HR is going to attack you the most. So what it means, the legs, it's symbolic of he's going to attack you when it comes to the bottom line. Are you going to win or you're not going to win? The bottom line is the HR is going to fight you. It's going to fight you hard. And therefore, symbolically, what we're saying is when your legs are tired, it means you're struggling with the Yetzirah. The lower part of your body is the least spiritual part of yourself. It's the part that deals most in this world where you have to mamish interact with this world in, in mamish behavior. And that's where the Yetzirah has his chance to get you. And therefore, we have to realize these become very critical aspects. And it's in these meadows is where we can fall and lose against it. Okay, we'll stop it over here. And we'll, tomorrow we still have quite a bit more to deal with different stages of our lives where Netzach and Hod become more relevant. Okay, yashakayach, okay. everybody.